Hello, thanks again for clicking on our link. This would be the Gamzee Institute for Nonviolence podcast number four. And today I'm talking to Anna Christina Pfeiffer, and she is a nonviolence educator here at the Institute. And she wants to separate, talk about separating the doer from the deed. You want to elaborate on that? I'll throw it to you. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I guess it feels very um, important to me personally to talk about this because it took me probably a couple of years of working here to really get to the essence of that. Um, and even though I understood previously intellectually that, um, you know, someone doing something that I don't agree with doesn't make them a bad person, um, it, it still took me a couple of years to really um, get to the very essence of it. And I think um, the, the, the thing that I found the hardest is to see that with people in positions of power, um, especially people who are acting out um, systems of oppression that I like to think of myself as, as wanting to change them and wanting to fight against. So, um, in other words, it was easier for me to have understanding for, for example, people who are like obviously in quotation mark, um, in quotation marks, are like obviously oppressed. It's okay for them to do certain things, and I could kind of see it as a result of their circumstances. And it was harder to understand that same dynamic for people that, yeah, that I didn't have much understanding for their behaviors. So let's say. Um, white men in, in positions of power in the United States um, acting in like racist and sexist ways um, I just had a really hard time to not just come up with this like enemy image of thinking that they're just like not a, an okay human being and somehow like really this this whole kind of we need to get rid of them rather than and I think the shift that happened for me is more to see it as, okay, there's this, these systems in, in place and they're running for these people and they are as much victims of those systems as they are, you know, uh, kind of perpetuating those systems. And, yeah, just seeing that those men or, you know, whoever the person or group of people is who have these enemy images with... Um, they too, they would love to be like really powerful, eman emancipated human beings that are at their best. And that doesn't mean that I want to excuse any of those behaviors or kind of justify it. And I still think that that ability to understand um, people's behaviors and choices is really crucial in the time we live in. And also I think from my own journey of like looking, you know, uh, at Germany's past and the Holocaust and it was really crucial for me to understand um, how that could have happened and you know similar to I think situations that we have now it was a complete system people were locked in mm -hmm. that that was in place that people were obeying to that was running through people um, these people were as much victims as yeah or in some they're, they're in a way victim as well yeah I knew it was one of the core teachings of principled nonviolence, and it took me quite a while for it to really sink in, and not to only understand it on an intellectual level, but to really get to that point that it's internalized. 
yeah, that I can look at. I had quite a few situations in the last weeks of just, you know, it happens all the time that men make sexist comments. I mean, that's just, we live in a sexist society. So, um, but to really not then kind of get that sense of like, ah, you know, like wanting to push them away, but be like, oh yeah, isn't that so sad that you are saying this, that that's the way you know how to engage with reality. That's so sad, you know, and to, yeah, to almost have like compassion. Yes, <laughs> so it has been a really interesting shift. So like yeah. that understanding is almost like a barrier to them being like the best person they could be. And it's kind of disappointing. You, you feel bad. It's not dis well, I think you know it's kind of like oh they're disappointing themselves yeah. because they're disappointing their potential of how beautiful and powerful mm -hmm. they could be in the world, how much they could be at service to live so beautifully. So you mentioned it was a really difficult process for you, like you understood it intellectually for this for a longer time, mm -hmm. and now just recently it's kind of part of your like day to day understanding. It's more dare I say reflexive at this point. It comes more naturally. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, it makes a lot of sense that it took me so long because, you know, I have been raised more in that kind of domination uh, culture model of I don't like something about someone, so I push it away and I box it and I label it and I put it on the shelf. And, you know, that's how I understand reality and not kind of opening myself to the complexity of it because that feels potentially threatening. If I can't, you know, understand reality in certain ways and uh, has been unsettling, but I, yeah, I think I've just opened myself more to that uncertainty and complexity of life and um, just let those ideas, you know, that underline a lot of our work really sink in and, and let me transform. Um, but yeah, it took, you know, a couple of years and it makes a lot of sense to me that you know that didn't come overnight you know there's a lot of ideas I resonate with when I hear them intellectually and it's something different to integrate them as a lived practice I think yeah it's, it's, it's a process I think I think it's, yeah mm -hmm. but I guess my other thing would be then so obviously there's hopefully people listening to this um, what's the first step if you're like like you mentioned it's a process what's like the first best step if you're looking to separate you know, the doer from the deed, like, how do we ex help ourselves do that? Is there a first step? Like... I think, um, for me, it was a lot to, I mean, it's so kind of, we've heard that so many times, we have to love ourselves before we love others, and I think, uh, for me, there is a lot of truth in that statement, um, in the sense of, like, I needed to develop understanding for why I was a certain way because I had so much kind of rejection of certain you know habits and patterns I had that I saw weren't contributing to others other people's well-being and I think by developing a really deep understanding of those patterns and it took me you know like really looking deeply into the the history of Germany and looking into the history of um, German families um, who were, you know, on the perpetrator side, and um, it took me all, all those kind of research and um, looking deeply into my cultural and, uh, yeah, cultural past to develop actually compassion for myself and my parents, 
and to, to kind of break that cycle of, you know, passing on, like, the, the architecture inside that allows violence to thrive, to kind of break that down inside. Um, so I think the first step, I would say, for everyone is to really look deeply into our inner architecture and explore our inner landscape and become, you know, just really skilled at navigating that land. And um, yeah, because I think naturally, you know, understanding breeds love. Mm-hmm. If we really deeply understand. Thanks again, Anna, for sharing your time and experience with us today. We really do appreciate it. As always, if you're listening to this, we encourage your comments. You can either comment on Facebook or on SoundCloud, wherever you know you, you feel comfortable. We'd also like to encourage your participation in two ways. First of all, the Gandhi Podcast is always looking for unique voices or different voices that we haven't heard from before. So if you have a burning topic you want to talk about, email us. Email us or find us on Facebook. We'd love to have you on. Two, we've gone to this more conversational, topic-driven format, and we'd love to have some ideas for topics. And third, I realize we kind of need a sign-off. I'm saying thanks a lot, and that's a great sign-off, but if you have a better idea for a sign-off, I'd love to hear it again on Facebook or SoundCloud. That's all we have for today. We'll have more podcasts coming soon, and thanks for your time. <laughs>